Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On a mission to change the way consumers purchase glasses, GlassesUSA.com was created on one simple belief. Eyewear shouldn't break the bank. It's the smart way to buy glasses. GlassesUSA.com allows consumers to purchase eyewear from the convenience of their own home and offers a wide variety of high-quality frames and lenses at affordable prices and with no risk. And these aren't generic frames. These are brands like Ray-Ban, Oakley, Tom Ford, and Calvin Klein. So head on over to GlassesUSA.com, use promo code ALMIGHTY, that's promo code A-L-M-I-G-H-T-Y, and get 55% off any pair of glasses at checkout. Again, GlassesUSA.com, promo code ALMIGHTY. Want to do bad things? That's real, though. I don't exaggerate at all, man. The more money you make, the more problems you get. And jealousy and envy is is something that comes with the territory, man. A lot of people, it's just negative energy, like my man Puff said. What country you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? What? English, mother. Do you speak it? Man, you've been doing all this dope producing. You ain't had a chance to show them what time it is. So what you want me to do? Welcome to the Spurs Cast, the original San Antonio Spurs podcast. Congratulations, you have arrived at episode 449 of the Spurs Cast, the original San Antonio Spurs podcast brought to you, of course, by ProjectSpurs.com. Uh, my name is Ryan McCallum. I am your regular host, and Jose is off doing something other than being a part of this show today. So I had to go and interview Matt Hill solo. Now, this is a great uh, interview. Matt is the creative force behind the Spurs Special Forces cartoon series that you can see online. Just Google Spurs Special Forces. You can see that. Uh, he also has his own podcast, uh, Super Hoopers. So you can get that anywhere you're getting this show. Uh, so quick interview with this guy. A lot of unbridled love for Kawhi Leonard. Loves the Spurs. Loves the NBA in general. We talk personalities of the NBA. Um, and we talk Lonzo Ball. We still we 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 settle in and and uh, talk about the whole Ball family on uh, UCLA basketball. So stay tuned, listen to the show, enjoy it. Your ear holes will thank you. Uh, it's good, yeah. But thanks for for working with me there to try to figure out Skype. I, I hate that. I, I don't know what the deal was because I tried to connect to you um, just by dialing out from Skype to your phone there. Uh, that yeah. didn't fly for me. That didn't work. Uh, and then I couldn't find you as an address. Either, you, you know, you have Matt Hill, no offense, very generic name. 
right? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's been the bane of my existence. So like ever since you know whatever whatever high school there was another Matt Hill. I used to get like his like love grams. I don't know if you had those. Like uh, I don't, give, but, I, like, but I'm interested. Give, they would give like holiday grams out. You didn't have that at your school. You could like get a holiday gram and send it no. to someone in a different class. Anyways, no. I would I would always get like messages that were supposed to be for him, and it was depressing. Um, yeah, we always record in person, so I don't really. I, we're going to start using Skype, I think, but uh-huh. yeah, we always just do it in person. So we'll we'll talk about that um, a bit. Are you cool for we're for recording now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just yeah roll whenever. Um, so yeah, good because we have been <laughs> because it's already been recorded for this this startup. <laughs> Uh, let me ask you about that. Uh, you're, you have another podcast. I guess I was unaware of that. Yeah. Uh, super Hoopers. It's super like a, Hoopers. All right. Yeah. It's like a comedy podcast, I guess. Comedy NBA podcast. Like okay. we talk about the NBA, but we're very not serious about it. Oh, like, I get we, it. Like super, we don't troopers. take, yeah, like, yeah, like, you know, like super right. troopers, but super Hoopers. Cause you know, the basketball goes through a hoop. So I, I get it. I follow. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a fun podcast. We do like, we, do, we have like a segment called Get At Me Dog where we tweet at NBA players and like uh-huh. try to and score points if they respond to us. It's pretty fun. Uh-huh. So Andrew Andrew Bogut uh, dunked on me on Twitter one time, made fun of me, said I look like Ellen. So that was that was nice. <laughs> do you look like Ellen? <laughs> that, that, according to Bogut. <laughs> according to Ben Simmons too. Ben Simmons chimed in and said, said so as well. But you do look so, like Ellen? Wow. Well, you, yeah, I you know I got like short blonde hair, so there you go. Well, you do so you do that podcast. Uh, how long have you been doing that? Uh, like a year and a half, maybe. Oh wow, okay. Uh, weekly, monthly. Well, uh, we do we do it weekly now. We were real bad. Like for the first year, we kind of just did it whenever we felt like it. But right. then we we kind of after I had a baby, we were like, let's do this every week, pretty much as an excuse for me to get away from the kid. Sure. So no, I get that. Oh, I get that. I have yeah. a, a young one myself, and. The podcast is, uh, I've only been doing this for maybe a year, and then I was sort of a backup dancer for the uh, for the podcast, um, maybe for like six months prior to that, where they had another couple of guys hosting it. The Spurs cast has been around forever. Um, oh, really? Oh, we're, this is going to be, I think you'll be on episode 449, 449 oh, wow. or 450. So you guys are like the first Spurs podcast, probably. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, it's, it's part of our little uh, moniker, right? The original nice. San Antonio Spurs podcast and radio show. They keep giving me hell about not shouting out that it's a radio show. Now. <laughs> uh, apparently, we've gone yeah. uh, we've gone multimedia, but uh, but no, it's it's a good deal. I'm glad. Have you heard the, the show before? Spurs cast. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I, I think I listened to uh, maybe one episode a while ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I listened to all the Almighty Baller ones. At one point, I kind of cycled through them all. So yeah, right on, right on. Uh, well, cool. Well, um, I, I'll tell you, for this, it's obviously keeping it pretty loose. Well, well, you know, I, I want to know more about these cartoons. Quite frankly, I'm not. I wasn't too familiar with them. I w- I've gone to try to watch a couple of them, read up a little bit, but I'd love to know about the uh, the, the whole Spurs Special Forces. You know, how did you get into that? What made you think of that? Just you know, I, I don't even know what the right question is, but you know, from the from the ground up, I mean, what's the deal with that? How did you start? Oh, man, I, I thought of it like a long time ago, maybe twenty fourteen. I think I had the idea. Uh-huh. I don't know. I was just sitting. I mean, like when you're a writer, you just sort of sit around trying to come up with funny stuff, you know. I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. I thought like if they were like this international commando group, I thought it'd be a good kind of like sketch or like little internet thing. Uh-huh. So, oh, that's my baby. I got my baby with me. So if, right. you hear the, if you hear the baby, he's chiming in. Um, 
Yeah, no, I just thought it was a funny idea. I, I mean, I'm not a Spurs fan, but I just thought it, I don't know. I just, I always like the Spurs and I like the characters. Like, I like their specific personalities. So, yeah, I thought of it, but then I had to teach myself how to animate. So, I lived in Spain for a while. So, while I was living in Spain, I kind of used it as an opportunity to teach myself how to animate. I made the first one. I think the first one came out in 2015. And then I just sort of make them when I have time after that. So, how many do you have now? There's five. There's five uh, of them out there now. Yeah, there's five. Uh, yeah, I did three in 2015. Then there was like a thing. Yeah. Was a, yeah. And, then the third, and then the third one got written up in the New York Times, which was like kind of a big deal. So, or I mean, like, I don't want to be like, yo, I'm kind of a big deal. But I mean, that was nice. Uh, so, yeah, then, and then I did a, just, just two more after that. So. so how many people have viewed these uh, since you started? Man, I don't know, like over 700,000 probably. Oh the first gosh, the most wow. popular is close to 500,000. And then they've gone down, they've gone down and down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, people still watch them. I think the, I think the least recent one is like around 50,000. So. Okay. And you're going to keep them going? Or just keep going until you have, your, you know, your audience dwindles? Uh, I don't know. They're, they take a, they're a lot, a lot of work. So it, it sounds like, I mean, the, the little bit that I've seen, it seems like this is a huge lift for a one man production. Yeah. And it's like, I pretty much do almost everything myself. I, you know, like write, direct, do all the animation, um, do, a, I, I'm doing more and more of the voices cause it's easier actually just I don't have to go like get people. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if, it, you know, this last one, this last one was actually commissioned by the New York times last year. They commissioned a, Spurs special forces for when the when the Warriors played the Spurs, mm-hmm. which everyone thought was going to happen last year, mm-hmm. and so I made it, and then it didn't happen, so they just killed it, and so I still I had it, and I just it was an unreleased episode, but it didn't make sense this year, so I just kind of redid it, like I redid parts of it. So this one, this latest one, the fifth one, didn't take as much time because I kind of used an old un, unreleased episode, um, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know if I'll make any more. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> So it's, it's also hard because like they all retired. Like, yeah, they're all breaking Duncan up. Duncan retired. Her, I mean, it was originally Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, and I, I think this is probably Ginobili's last year. And I don't know if Parker's going to come back. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot up in the air. I mean, have you been following the Spurs at all? Oh, even recently? yeah, yeah. I so. love the Spurs, man. I mean, like I when I, I I always liked them, but after doing this series, I've kind of become like kind of a Spurs fan. Like I wouldn't call myself a Spurs fan, but I definitely. I definitely root for them in the playoffs, and Kawhi is for sure my favorite player in the league. So Yeah, so, so what do you think about the current situation they find themselves in down 0-2? You know, it's sad because that first game, it was like, whoa, because everyone I thought it was going to be a sweep. I thought the Warriors would sweep the Spurs. Right. But, you know, they came out so strong in that first game, and you're, I started thinking like, okay, maybe this is going to be a series. Like, you know, who knows? Who knows what could happen? But, you know, without Kawhi, it's – you know, I think I think they're pretty much done, and you could tell the way they played game two. I think they think they're done as well, which yeah. is which is rough. Um, and I think you know the Spurs are so smart. Like I think they realize. I think I don't know. I don't know if Kawhi comes back game three, but even if they do, I, even if he does, I think they're going to be very conservative with him. So it's tough, but I think it was still a good season. I mean, I think I, as a Spurs, if, if you're a Spurs fan, I think they definitely overachieved. Um, you know, getting to, getting to the conference finals, and I, I, you know, Kawhi looks like he might be the second best player in the league. So, yeah, you got to be happy going forward. I think. Yeah, you lose a guy like Tim Duncan in the off season, and then you know, of course, everybody else ages. Like you're saying, Ginobili's probably done after this year, and then you have this little hodgepodge of other players. You know, no notables really, uh, and then you have, uh, of course, Lamarcus Aldridge to pa- uh, to pair with Kawhi, and they get this far. I think it's 
a successful se- a season. That being said, they're sort of victims of their own greatness, right? Because it's it's uh, it's like Yankees, right? It's it's championship or bust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure the fans kind of expect them, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't. Know. I'd be happy and watching. I, I, I just love to watch Kawhi. Like, just the fact, right. so just knowing that that you get to watch Kawhi for the next however many years, I, I would be happy. Is he uh, gonna make his way into one of your videos? He was. He was in the fifth one. He was. Uh, he had a big role. He had a big oh. role in the fifth one. I added. I officially in the fifth one uh, in the title sequence. I kind of added him to the team. So uh, and he's also in the. He's in the third one as uh, as well. And his thing is like if you watch the videos, he just doesn't talk. He never <laughs> says word the entire uh, in all the videos. So that's like his whatever comedy trait. That's very fitting. Yeah. So so you're out in Los Angeles. You're an economics yep. professor by day. That's right. You're a comedy right. writer by night. How That's do you right. Well, sometimes be- some, sometimes comedy writer by day, economics professor by night, dep- depending on the season. Sure. So. Sure. I mean, that seems like a very odd mix. When I read that the first time, I thought we must be talking about two different people because those two things just don't seem to jive. How, how do you get to be an economics professor uh, first off? I mean, how do you even go down that line of business? How do you get involved in that? You, uh, you in get academia. a PhD. Yeah, you get a PhD in economics, and then you sort of – that's how it goes. You get a PhD, you get a couple of jobs teaching, and then you're a professor. Um, I don't know. That, that was just kind of my path because, like, I was in L.A. I'm from L.A., um, and I, you know, I was trying to be a comedy writer, writing stuff, but you need a day job. And so I was like – I liked I, I liked school, so I was like, let's just go to grad school, and I'll write, you know, at night and on the side – you know, you're in grad school long enough, they hand you a PhD, and then you're a professor. So it's just sort of, I guess the answer is inertia. Yeah. So it's, a, it's actually a nice gig because if I get any comedy, like I wrote on a TV show, or I guess it's not a TV show, I guess it's an internet show, um, you know, for one of those streaming networks. I wrote on one of those last year, and it was like, I could just, I just, you know, told the university, I'm not going to teach any classes this semester, or, or give me night classes, basically. And I could, you know, I could, I could write and, and teach, and then... You know, if there's no writing work, I, you know, pick up some more classes. So it's actually really, really nice. That's really, pretty really sweet. Nice. Yeah, no, it's, it, it sounds weird and it sounds maybe hard, but it's actually like the best life. Yeah, very, so. very flexible. And, and you're, yeah, you're watching really your fun. kiddo right now, right? In the middle of the yeah, day. It's, it's lunchtime. Now it's, now it's summertime and like, uh, yeah, I'm watching the kid all day and I just like, you know, while like he's like playing, I get to write or I'm working on some more animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, working on a, a project for The Ringer that should come out hopefully next week. So you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice. Really, very, very flexible. Oh, very cool. And so you're an LA guy, so I, I take it you're a Lakers fan. Yeah, man. Grew up a Lakers fan, but uh, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of, I describe myself in the recent years as uh, NBA Ronin, which uh-huh. I, which is like basically just a nice way to say bandwagon fan. Right. Because, I don't know, and I, I also got really into, like, really, really into the league in, like, 2009 or 10, and I think you know, like more established writers talk about this, more established basketball writers talk about this, where the more you get into the league, your fandom for your own team kind of wanes. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that that for me coincided with when the Lakers were bad. So sure. I don't know if it's because the Lakers are bad or just because like I'm in more into the league overall, but I've been finding myself becoming less and less of a Lakers fan over these past couple of years. So do you and also, own... I, I, I don't like any of these guys. Like I don't, their yeah. current team... I, I don't like the personalities. They all seem kind of like jerks and like just no work ethic on any of the guys. So 
it's tough. I haven't really like I didn't follow the, the Lakers these last two years. Like I really followed the Warriors two years ago. So ultimate bandwagon fan. Sure. And then this last year, I actually watched a lot of Nuggets and I watched a lot of uh, the Thunder because I thought what the Westbrook experience was pretty fun. Right, right. So what about Paul George coming over? Does that get you excited at all? Do you care? I mean, it, it's presumed that he's going to go over. I know that Indiana has a lot to say about that, right? They can still trade. Um, but uh, well, what do you think about the prospects of Paul George joining the Lakers? Yeah, you know. Does that do anything I, for you? It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm, Paul George is good, I guess. Right. I, I'm To be honest, I'm more excited. If they got the number two pick last night. Right. Um I'm more excited about Lonzo Ball, man. I like, I like, I think, I think Ball could be a bust, but he could also be amazing and right. and fun to watch. Right. So I'm kind of hyped. I hope they, I hope they move Russell for whatever, move him for like a pack of peanuts. I don't care, right. and then just turn the team over to Lonzo Ball. And if we get Paul George, I would not, I wouldn't trade for Paul George. I would just wait for, I would just try to sign him in the off season. Right. Um, if, if you're going to get him, and I would just kind of roll with Ball. And I don't know, maybe have a fun team. I, I like Luke Walton too. I like, I think he's a good coach. So. Uh, yeah, I'm more I'm more hyped for Ball, I guess, than uh, than uh, uh, than Paul George. Do you own a big Baller brand T-shirt? Dude, I went. I try. I went. I went and looked at the prices because I was like, I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna get a big Baller brand shirt. But they're, you know, as as been as been as has, it's been well reported, they're very expensive. Even even the shirts, they're like sixty bucks or something. So for sixty bucks but, for a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. With so a I was ridiculously about- simple logo. Yeah, I was thinking about just ripping the logo and then making my own shirt. So, right. but right. We'll, we'll see. We have actually uh, on our podcast. We started in, in you know we we're inspired by Lavar Ball, the entrepreneur that he is. Right. We started our own uh, clothing company called the Wash Brand, and we sell like you know clothing that says "washed" on it because we're a couple you know on our podcast we're just a couple of old wash dudes. So. <laughs> yeah, I, it seems like something that would be pretty easy to replicate. I mean, just come up with any slogan. And then just start. I mean, people do that on it. I look at the big baller brand as it's just one big Etsy project. <laughs> you know what's funny is like I grew up. I grew up like surfing and skating. Uh-huh. And what Lavar Ball is doing is is completely what happens in the surf skate world all the time. Sure, tons of tons of athletes have their own like boutique uh, brand and they make tons of money with it. So it's like completely not foreign to me and I don't find it ridiculous at all. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, everyone else thinks it's ridiculous, but I don't know. As, as kind of, like I said, like plenty of surfers have their own brand, plenty of skaters have their own brand. It's totally, I mean, I grew up next to a guy who made millions and he was a pro skater with his own, with his own company. So nice. Um, so I'm rooting for LeVar. I'm a, I'm a big LeVar fan. I, you know what? I am too. You know, he's, he's uh, I can see how you could get turned off by him. I can see how you'd look at that and say, man, that is, Annoying that guy's ridiculous. He's ruining the reputation of his kid. Uh, you know, he's he's trading on the the skill of his son. But at the same time, you know, he's around. He's groomed these kids, and it's exciting. You know, it's it's exciting stuff. I, I'm rooting for him. I really but, hope that he like, makes it. Yeah, like why not? Like if 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 I don't, I, don't, I honestly don't think it affects Lonzo that much. No. Like people say it affects him, but so I mean. If Lonzo's good, Lonzo's going to be good, and they're going to make a you know a lot of money whether they do the big baller brand or whether he signs with Nike. If Lonzo's bad, they they probably weren't going to make that much money anyway. So right. you know it's just kind of changing the scenarios slightly. So yeah, I'm fine. I I, I also like I said we have a very lighthearted view towards the NBA. Like I don't take it too seriously. So I find the whole sideshow just entertaining. And I think mean, someone on a podcast described the NBA as a soap opera for men, and I kind of I kind of I I, I, I subscribe to that as well. That is a soap opera for men. I've only heard about that for wrestling. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's probably more apt for wrestling. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if 
I, yeah, I guess maybe people, fans, like fans, like pure fans of the team, they definitely take it very, very seriously. Right. But uh, like I said, I don't, I mean, I guess the, the Lakers have been so horrible. So to the, to the point where I'm barely a fan anymore. So. Well, so who are your favorite players now? Like today? In I love game, Kawhi, dude. Kawhi, like I said, Kawhi is number one, man. Kawhi is a killer. Like he is so much fun to watch. He's like, just, he's, and like the fact that he has no emotion makes it even better. He's just like, he's like Kobe without all of the bad stuff that Kobe brings. He's like a good, he's like a good version of Kobe, like a good teammate. Um, and yeah, so I just, I've heard yeah, that comparison before. Yeah. Well, I mean, his game over this last, uh, yeah. this last year has been more like ISO heavy. Right. Um, and then, you know, against in that, in that Memphis series, he really took over a few of those games. So Love Kawhi, love Dame, uh, love love uh, love Lillard, um, Portland, love Giannis. Um, like Westbrook is a guy who I like to watch, but I would not want him on my team. Like I think he's a selfish player, but I right. still find him enjoyable to watch. Uh, Porzingis, I made a, I made a cartoon about Porzingis. I love Porzingis. Um, yeah, I don't know, just you know the usual guys. Actually, I hate, but I don't like Harden. I don't like Carmelo. I mean LeBron. I like you know I, LeBron's fine, right. I guess. I love Curry, although I um, I I'm really disappointed that Durant went there. Like I I feel like yeah Durant, Durant going there just makes things so boring because it kind of makes Durant boring and then it really um, like neuters uh, Curry. Like it makes Curry less exciting. So yeah, except in that game one against the Spurs where he drops forty, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would well, you feel like the the stars of today are any uh, any different than, than a generation ago? I mean, do you think the style of play has changed so much that it de-emphasizes the star game, or do we just not have good personalities in the NBA anymore? Uh, I don't know. What, like, who are you comparing that to? aren't like pretentious personalities? Well, I mean, you look at you look at players like uh, even the you know the old Knicks and Heat series, and you have you know have Larry Johnson there in Charlotte, and then you've got guys like Alonzo Mourning, then you know of course Akeem in Houston and Magic and LA, you know you have these big stars, right? Um, and some of those bigger than others, obviously. I, yeah, somehow I just equated Hakeem Olajuwon's personality to <laughs> Magic Johnson's. Let me roll out of no, that real think, quick, but you know those but, but kind I, of stars. Yeah, but I think the personalities are just as big. Like, you look at Westbrook. Like, Westbrook, he may be quiet, but all the stuff he did on Instagram and with the outfits and wearing the photographer uh, uniform before the, the Golden State game, like, that's all theater. And, like, that's like, that's a version of a big personality. Um, I don't know. And I think, I mean, LeBron is kind of vanilla, but I, yeah. I still think he – I mean, he called out Barkley this year, and I thought that was – uh, pretty exciting. I don't know. I think and, and Lillard. Lillard. I think Lillard has a great personality as well. I don't know. I think. I guess Curry. Curry is kind of. Curry is kind of boring, but on the court he's he's super flashy and fun. So right. I do not like Durant on or off the court. I find Durant to be uh, insufferable. Um, but I don't know. I think I think the game's in a good place. I think it's very fun to watch, and I think we have a lot of access to these guys, and a, a lot of the guys are delivering. Yeah, absolutely. I, I see. I see that a bit. I'm one of these guys who, I guess I'm a traditionalist. I mean, I'm a 90s NBA guy, right? So it right. makes it odd to have a, a podcast in, in this era, right? What a strange fit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, but, but I, I pretty much just focus in on the Texas teams in particular. I'm kind of like you, right? You're regionally, you're regionally based. Your focus was on L.A., you know, obviously uh, mine and, and Jose and the rest of the, you know, the Spurs cast and Project Spurs family were clearly focused on San Antonio. But, you know, I look around the league and I'm wondering, you know, who those big personalities are going to be because that's really what makes this fun, right, is when you, when you got into that. And they're very vocal and they're very um, flashy. And, and I, man, I just I, – I feel like I just don't see it. I see – 
uh, folks that can represent a brand like LeBron are just very bland. And like you said, Steph Curry, I think, is just very bland. And when he gets on the court, it's a different story, as you mentioned. But, uh, you know, outside of it, to carry the narrative, again, to continue with this theme, this theme that you said, that it's the soap opera for men, I just don't see I, I'm not seeing it now. Dude, but I, I think Porzingis is fun, and I think Porzingis has a good personality. I think as he gets right. older, you'll see that more and more. I actually got to interact a little bit with him because of the the cartoon, and he he's, he's a guy with a good sense of humor. Um and we got Giannis. Uh, I think Giannis has a good personality. Uh, you got Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, if he stays healthy, yeah. that guy has a phenomenal. He's vicious on Twitter. Yeah. So, and De'Aaron Fox, I think, it also has a good personality. Who's coming into the league? Uh-huh. So I don't know. I'm I'm not happy. I, I mean, the Texas teams like Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi is like has no personality, but I still think he's fun. Like I said, just. The fact he is such to the other extent is is great. Oh, the baby sneezing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Are you carrying yeah, that kid in like a baby Bjorn or something? Like where's yeah, where's this child? He's just right here. He's just right here. <laughs> he's just right here. I'm, I'm rocking my Spurs. Uh, uh, I'm rocking my Spurs shirt. So oh great. But um, what, what uh, the Texas teams? Yeah, I mean, I guess like I really don't like Harden. Like I think Harden, yeah, is a big zero. Hmm. So. That's tough. Uh, Dallas, I guess you have Dirk fading there, and no, nobody, you know, looking to take his place. But yeah, I don't know. I think I, 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 I'm down. I, I, I think there's enough to go around personality-wise. Oh, Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry—they got a nice bromance going on up there in Toronto. Isn't Lowry going to opt out? I think Lowry's going to move on. Uh, I, I, I would bet he resigns with Toronto. I think all the stuff with Philly is just a leverage play from his agent. Sure. Sure. Well, let me ask you, there's the time in the show to, to do some self-promotion, some shameless self-promotion. Uh, if folks are going to follow you on Twitter, where would they do that? At Tweet of Matt Hill. And you can check out Spurs Special Forces. Just Google Spurs Special Forces. And that's it. And what's the podcast? Super Hoopers. All right. And we get that on all the, all the regular places, right? iTunes and Stitcher everywhere, and such. Everywhere you want, yeah. Well, I'm going to go and subscribe because I yeah. like those things. I like comedy. I like basketball. Seems like the yeah. perfect blend, right? Yeah. All right. Well, cool beans. Well, uh, thanks for for jumping on the show and and uh, talking a little bit. We're gonna. I think you're gonna be on four forty nine, which uh, you know, put that up in your trophy case. <laughs> I'll check it out for sure. All right. Well, hey, thanks, man. Thank you very much for the time. It was great to talk to you. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for checking in. All right. Take care. All right. Bye, man. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.